Welcome back to DQP Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we don't trust Topher Grace. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. I belong here. I'm one of them. A monster. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> we also have Dave. I'd rather be Larry Fishburne. You would rather try and like kill everyone with smoke? Maybe not. Never mind. So you're okay. still trying hey, to Dave. also murder the party? <laughs> hey, it's Dave. <laughs> we also have a special guest this week. With us is Mike. Hi. Hello. What's up? Nothing. We're going to talk about uh, Predators. Oh, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we are continuing our uh, months-long trek into all the Alien and Predator movies with 2010's Predators, rated R an hour and 47 minutes. Did anyone call Chris Hansen to see why he's late? Uh, no. Chris it's, Hansen? It's probably because it's on another... <laughs> it's pretty handsome. It's probably because it's on another planet. Uh, I came here for man's butt. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one of those is the guy that, like, is holding a cookie. Is, I don't even want this cookie. Throws it down and walks out. You ever seen that video? <laughs> Jesus. So predators, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, came out in twenty twenty ten. Uh, it's a predator movie uh, where a bunch of people get dropped in onto a alien planet. So they call the game preserve. It's pretty much what it is. Yep, and uh, people are just dropping in on pair in parachutes, and some the one guy's parachute doesn't open. Uh, sucks to be that guy. Yeah, it does yeah. suck to be that guy. That was going to be James Franco. Was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. Jesus. I thought you knew something. Uh, <laughs> Quick little cameo. Uh, <laughs> 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 kind of like in another movie that was part of the series, uh, not the Predator series, but the Alien series. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was He's in, in Prometheus. He's Prometheus. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Oh yeah, I'm. <laughs> I started with the Predator movies, and yeah. now I'm watching the Alien movies. Oh okay. He had a longer part, and then they cut it all. Yeah, they like reshot a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff in the trailers for that movie that's not in the movie. Anyway, you uh, basically like you're getting like one character introduced at a time, but we end up with a party of characters. Uh, which in, includes uh, Adrian Brody as Royce, Topher Grace as Edwin, uh, uh, Alice Braga as Isabel, Oleg Taktarov as Nikolai, Walton Goggins as uh, Walton Goggins as Stans, Danny Trejo as uh, Cuchillo. Danny Trejo. Yeah, he's he's Danny Trejo. Uh, Louis Azawa <laughs> as Hanzo. Uh, Marshal Ali as Mombasa. Um, and they make up like this weird D and D party. Yeah, they kind of yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, uh, of like of foreign killers. Uh, like uh, Isabel is supposed to be IDF. Uh, Adrian Brody's like a former something Green Beret, or Green something. Beret, or something yeah. that's a mercenary now. Uh, Marshal Ali is like I don't remember where his his character is supposed to be from. Uh, Sierra Leone. He's like yeah. a freedom fighter in Sierra Leone. Cuchillo is like a 
Colombian gangster, Colombian gangster, or something like that. Uh, Walton Goggins is like a death row inmate. Yeah, so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, one of the guys is the part of the Yakuza. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Ozawa. And uh, they're just like, "Why are we here? What the fuck's going on?" And shit starts going sideways very quickly. Um, they end up fighting like some crazy alien dogs, and uh, Danny Trejo gets killed at that point. I was sad that he was the first death. He always right. is. Uh, <laughs> Would never happen to Machete. Yeah, exactly. If it was Machete, yeah. Uh, I know I talk about it all the time, but I fucking love Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo's great. The nicest felon you'll ever meet. Yeah. She made Probably. him? No, I mean, no. Have I? No, I haven't. <laughs> Wait. I got a picture signed from him, though. Not dope. Uh, it's cool. <laughs> I have several miniatures of him. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean, it's not signed, but no. The box is like fake signed. It's weird. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay, we should buddy. get his tacos. Yeah, what? he has tacos. We should get his tacos. We should, but in this movie, he's dead. Yes, he dies very quickly. Uh, yeah. There's uh, you know party strife and stuff because that that happens. Uh, they figure out that they're being tracked by some kind of uh, alien hunter. Some kind of monster. Yeah, so uh, I was trying not to say some kind of monster. Uh, <laughs> some kind of monster. Uh, so uh, they keep going and they find uh, like a campsite and they see the their first predator, but it's like the, the normal predator that we see in the other movies, but he's like strung up, almost like bait or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when Mombasa dies. And they find out that there's more than one of these guys. And it causes some more party strife because Adrian Brody's character kind of like walks off while they're all like looking around this. And he like uses them as bait to draw the killers in. And uh, I mean, it basically it just keeps going. They're getting hunted by the predators. They keep losing people. They get to the end. They kill they kill a couple of them and then it's basically the last one against Adrian Brody and a paralyzed uh Alice Braga. And Alice actually like shoots it. She starts coming out of her paralysis after Topher Grace fucking betrays them and he paralyzes her with a neurotoxin he found at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh because he's like shady the whole time. He's the only one that like they're all like obviously some kind of like war, like soldier, soldier or, or some sort of, or sort of fighter or something. Uh, and he's just like, oh, I don't, oh, I, I'm just a dude. I'm so scared of everything. Is Topher Grace here right now? Yeah. And then uh, pulled him right out like, of his oh, basement yeah. in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, ah, oh, no, nah, I'm a serial killer, bro. Uh, and he fucking paralyzes uh, Alice, and then it goes wrong for him. He gets blown up and stabbed in the net, in the face and stuff. It's cool. It is he cool. still says, help me after the predator stabs him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, help me. <laughs> uh, I think that was like a callback to the Danny Trejo part, where she shoots him and the predator still plays the help, help me. 
And she's like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, they end up killing all the predators, but then they don't have a way off because the other predator helped them and was going to like send, uh, Adrian Brody back to earth. But then he got his head cut off in the main remaining bad guy predator, which is just like two buttons, blow that shit up. Yeah. Cause he also had a controller for the ship. Boom. Um, and the movie ends with a bunch more people and cattle, I guess, getting parachuted in. And that's the end of the movie. The good guys won, but they didn't get away. But they didn't really win because they're yeah. stuck on an island. Yeah, they're still stuck on alien world. And here I am, 12 years later, still waiting for a sequel. Yep. I really like this movie. Me too. Yeah. It's, it's, very, it. it's very simple. But it's like very, uh, very entertaining. Yeah, I like the whole like party aspect they do. Like, yes, people from different worlds. Yeah, I mean, same world, but like different. You know what I mean? Personal yeah. worlds. Yeah, yeah. I like this movie. I want to preface that. Yeah, this movie should have been, could have been, and I don't know why it wasn't. Well, this movie could have been much greater. Yeah. yeah. Without Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, yeah, I skipped over the Lawrence Fishburne part, which, like, is kind of random because he, he, like, wasn't in it very long. He's, like, a survivor from a previous group <laughs> of... Yeah. Of, uh... Of targets, and he's like yeah. a scavenger, and he like tries to kill the party. He like first invites them into his home, and then he like tries to kill tries them. to kill them to take their stuff. Yeah. I get why he's there. He's there to like explain what's well, yeah. going on. He's the expo the, dump. Yeah. yeah, but like it doesn't seem like he's used. Yeah, well like, enough. It, it, that's just a weird scene to be like. Oh, he, uh, it's a weird part. Yeah, yeah. So movie. we should have been. So this is what I think. Um. So we should have been exposed to a predator much earlier in the film. And it should have been Lawrence Fishburne as like the fake predator, like with the gear and stuff. Like not necessarily, I mean, maybe he's like trying to kill them or maybe he's just like filling them out or something of the sort. But we should have seen him earlier and it should have been a, more of a reveal that he was in like the predator get up yeah like okay, as opposed yeah. to it happening mm -hmm. all real fast and all of his scenes are really close together yeah i would have preferred him be like one of the earlier interactions in the movie with all these people that don't know what's going on yeah not like too soon not like in the first like 10 minutes or anything but like and i'm not really sure at what point in time he pops up i think maybe like 40 45 minutes in that's about right. Yeah. It's a yeah. decent ways into the movie. And yeah. the movie is not super long. Yeah. It's not even two hours. So, yeah, I don't like he, I don't know that he has 30 minutes of screen time. No. So, like him, him showing up a little earlier, them thinking that they're going to have to fight him. Like, obviously, they would have to figure out how to figure it out in a way that they just don't like blow him away right off the bat. But, um, him showing up earlier and having more of a part and then you slowly seeing him descend into madness while Topher Grace is being a little bit shadier than what he was uh like but it's it would have been in the background because you'd have Lawrence Fishburne like 
people them slowly figuring out he's fucking insane. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So then the Topher Grace thing would have played in the background a little easier. Because uh, it, it was pretty. When I watched it the first time, I remember being surprised. So, like, I wasn't going to be surprised this time, but it also just doesn't, like, it almost, like, it's it's foreshadowed a little bit. But it doesn't progress. But, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just, like, there's no... Hey, why does this random guy say he's a doctor and have a scalpel on him in street clothes and know what this neurotoxin is? Yeah. And then you forget about it. And he, then he's like, hey, I'm a serial killer. Yeah, he, he could have been much shadier and like Adrian Brody should have been suspicious the whole time. But the excuse being like Lawrence Fishburne, obviously coming up with the excuse like, well, uh, you know, like it's a party. We know it's a party. So like Lawrence Fishburne could have just been like, well, I mean, they dropped you in with a healer. Yeah, they gave you a medic or something. Yeah, and then he's never even used for that. Yeah. Which was also like kind of disappointing. Yeah. I think yeah. if somebody who played D&D would have wrote this movie it would have been a lot better of a movie because this sh- should have played out just like a, a one-shot D&D campaign. Yeah. campaign. yeah, I mean, like, the so that kind of is... The, there's a little bit of writing issues going on with this movie. Like, the idea is very, very good, and it's almost well done, uh, but, like, some of the dialogue is kind of shit. Yeah, I have, um, I have a big problem with a lot of the dialogue. And, like, it could have used a couple of the characters better. Uh, specifically, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character and uh, Topher Grace's character. Yeah, and they should have built Hanzo's character up a little more for his epic fucking death fight. Yeah, I mean, he didn't he didn't do anything until that part. They just wanted to have a guy... That was there to have a fucking sword fight, sword with, fight with a with a predator. Yeah, like and I I, yeah, I love everything about it. I love how quick it is. Mm-hmm. I love that it's not like a drawn out, super drawn out like sword fight because like yeah. it, it, I mean sword fights theoretically. I mean some depending on the skill level of the combatants, but like theoretically, like sword fights shouldn't last too long. No, yeah. but um, they often drag on in movies. Yeah, there's like like historically there was like a there was like a samurai fight that lasted like a day and a half, mm-hmm. but most of it was them staring at each other with their swords in their hands, which like, it still takes like a ridiculous amount of stamina to hold a sword out in front of you. It's like and a dragon like, ball episode. Yeah. 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 That's kind where of. they got the idea of every <laughs> dragon ball episode. <laughs> yeah. Just, we're going to have 16 episodes where these guys, are... they're just powering up. Yeah. yeah, but Hanzo could have been like a much more interesting and character, and like had some more depth. Like there, yeah. you get kind of like the one scene where Topher Grace is talking to him. Yeah, and like that's I think that's a really good scene, and like I appreciated the dialogue from that. One thing I did like about the movie a lot was the humor that wasn't like comedically driven by jokes. Yeah, it's the type of humor that I like, where it's like situational. Like yes. this thing is funny. Because the situation they're in. Yeah. Not like, hey, here's the setup, here's the punchline. Yeah. It's a lot more realistic. Yeah. yeah. Like, the kind of stuff that like you end up laughing about with your friends. Yeah. While you're out doing something, not like, Hey, I heard this joke, I'm gonna tell it. Yeah. Like when they uh when they step to the edge of the forest and they see the 
sky is clear. They're clearly on another planet. And yeah. Adrian Brody's character is just like, we're going to need a new plan. Like, yeah. it's funny because you're like, oh, fuck. And then he's like, yep. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Seems like all the ideas and characters are good. They just, the pacing and uh, character building is weak. Yeah. It's yeah, like they, I agree. They had these ideas and they were like, this will carry us through. Let's just put them on the page yeah. and like just, you know, put these in this plot. We're done. Not like put these in this plot. Okay. How do we make this really good? They're just mm-hmm. like, okay, here it is. They run through this. This guy dies here. This guy dies here. This guy dies here. This predator dies now. This predator dies now. That's it. Okay, we're done. Like, I don't know. I feel like it feels kind of on par with, like, an 80s action movie as far as writing and everything. And, like, kind of yeah. some of the, you know, the dialogue's gonna kind of be stumbly. But Yeah, but, yeah. like, if like, it was... It's not on par because it doesn't have the one-liners. If they were yeah. going to go for that, they needed the one-liners. Yeah, yeah well. I agree with I, I agree with that. Uh, because I overall, I think this is a better movie than the first Predator. But yeah, I guess it, just watching it, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is like at least ten years old. So I gave it some grace there, but yeah, yeah. But I, I think that they, I think that's that was the misstep. I think they were trying to do the first Predator on another planet. Yeah, and that's I, they could then, have done better. Yeah, and then amp it up with more Predators. <clears throat> I think yeah. what I like most about this movie is just showing more of like. Um, kind of the Predator's culture, I guess, yeah. and how yeah. they work. Like, the yes. fact that they have the one that's, like, chained up or tied up to this weird, like, monolisk obelisk, yeah. obelisk thing. Like, just the fact that they also fight each other. Yeah, there's, like, two like, different races yeah. of Predators. And then they like hunt the other ones, but the other ones were the ones that have been in the other movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're but just, yeah, you they're got just like, really cool. Like, yeah, the the predators themselves got a lot of exposition from that that Lawrence Fishburne expo dump, but like, it could have been like doled out better instead of just being like this guy is gonna show up and tell you everything about the predators. Yeah. Uh. Like, I like knowing all that stuff. It just could have been done, done better. better. Yeah. Uh, I like that information. I think that lore yeah. is good. Like, even after watching all of the Predator movies, there are, like, I still think they're, like, interesting and, like, mysterious. Yeah. Like, Yeah, they don't tell you everything. Yeah. But they tell you enough to be, like a little bit more information than you knew last time mm-hmm. in each one of the movies. Cause we learn a little bit in predator two and then you learn a little bit more in this one. Um, you learn that there's like bigger, badder predators and they hunt in packs and stuff. And, yeah. um, I don't know. Like it, it, it has, it has like the bones of a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just like, doesn't fill it out. Yeah. 
Like some I don't of the, disagree. Yeah, some of the some of the steps were there. Some of the steps were taken, but they didn't go all the way. Because like this is a great cast. Yeah, like yeah. Adrian Brody, like delivers. Yeah, he delivers right. as a random fucking action hero. Yeah, like which was interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm like watching it. Like this is the. However, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. This, uh, so between this movie and King Kong uh, was when I was like, "Oh, Adrian Brody can act." Yeah. Oh yeah, like because the the pianist is 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 a is a, I think is a weird movie where he got yeah. a lot of clout for <laughs> acting, and I never understood like why. Mm. Like I didn't think it was a bad movie, but like it, it was interesting. And then like I seen King Kong, and I was yeah. like, okay. Like he's done all right, and then this movie, I was like, "Oh, he has like range." And then uh, what was that weird fucking movie he did? Is it Splice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he was Splice. Splice. Movie so wild. nuts. Like it's like you you put him in these weird movies, and he's still like a, a critically acclaimed actor. Like he's still like giving yeah. that kind of performance. I feel like yeah. But I do like there are some lines in this he delivers, and I'm like, oh, he hated that line. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I don't... Everything with this movie, like, even talking about as good as it could be had it been written better or given more depth, like, the that dialogue, like, even if just the dialogue had been better... Yeah. Like, this movie would have been a lot better. Like, uh, Topher Grace's character turn wouldn't have been as cheesy as it came off. Yeah. It did yeah. come off very cheesy. Like, his monologue... That should have been, like, a whole-ass monologue that he delivers. Like, a good whole ass monologue yeah instead it's like five lines of something a eight-year-old edgelord would say <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah think, you're right and, think, and it's funny because like they tried they tried really hard to make that piece interesting like they timed all the like distortions and stuff in uh in isabel's vision yeah. with like the words that he was saying because yeah. like when he says that he's normal one of his eyes is like all big and droopy yeah and like when he's talking about being a monster his face is distorted in a different way and stuff yeah. like they did that stuff on purpose and i think like the cinematography and stuff is also super on point and like the effects yeah. were pretty good mm-hmm. yeah but it's just like for the last predator which part to where he gets beheaded oh yeah that one part kind of i funny. was like why is this cgi'd yeah like why didn't you just have like know. a partially animatronic predator to decapitate here yeah i don't know this is fucking dumb but like the the dialogue and and just the writing in general really dragged the whole thing down yeah because like it's otherwise it's like a pretty movie with a bunch of great actors in it. Yeah. Yeah. With like a great idea for a movie. I mean, this is like a home run idea. You're just like, man, we need another Predator movie. What do you guys think? We drop a bunch of fucking soldiers and murderers onto a planet. We call it the Game Preserve. There's a fucking pack of Predators coming after them and they have to try and get off the planet. Like that's a home home run. Like yeah. immediately, like yeah, start writing the script, bud. Yeah, you even built in like with the script they had. They even built in what would be an amazing sequel. Yeah, if they would have like put in the effort to make this fucking amazing. Yeah, like you have those two characters survive at the end, mm-hmm. and then they're the Lawrence Fishburns in the sequel. Yeah, but you jump ahead like five years, so they're like. 
in charge of an army yeah. of humans that they've like tried to keep away in like a a small rem- like kind of remote hidden location from the fre- predators. Like, yeah, like even do like a scroll at the beginning of the movie explaining what's happened over the last five years. Like yeah. just rip the Star Wars thing off. Like give it to me, mm-hmm. and then. It's 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 still an army, and then you have like operations executions, like in the movie with like, you know, like I want to say they end up with like twenty or thirty soldiers, and then the goal is that they keep doing it season after season after season to build up enough people to where they can go take over a ship. Yeah, and then I mean that's the climax of like the sequel to this, and then you're still making other like predators are still off doing other stuff. So then you can still yeah. make the shitty fucking The Predator movie if you well, want. I mean, they're still making AVP <laughs> movies at this time, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, this was in between AVP movies. Yeah. So what you do is you have this movie. It leads to them making a army and taking a ship and going back to Earth. And meanwhile, in the AVP movies, the aliens and predators have fucked Earth up. And it's covered yes. in aliens and predators fighting them. So when they get back to Earth, there's aliens. There's aliens and predators, and they got to fight everything. Oh, See? I like that. <laughs> fucking put, put, put that's, Batman in there. That's the fucking predators and aliens Avengers universe right there, guys. Like we just <laughs> made the a fucking uh, the AVPU. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, that's a good right. school. They didn't. They didn't do that. <laughs> AVPU. Yep. AVPU. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know who I think. You know who I think should come in and fix the Predator Alien universe. Kevin Feige. I was gonna <laughs> say the Russo brothers, but yeah. That too. <laughs> yeah. Uh. God, I I don't know. Like, I love all the actors in this so much. I do too. I love Walton Goggins. Like. Mm-hmm. He plays this character, this like piece of shit murderer. <laughs> yeah, he plays so, it well. so well, so well. Uh, Kit's like howitzers. <laughs> it's my sister. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Is that your girlfriend? No, oh, it's my sister. <laughs> uh, fucking Jesus! That character kills me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that character. Uh, I I like. Fucking Oleg, uh, the Nikolai character. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. too. He was really good. He didn't like, yeah. he didn't have a ton of lines, but like, I thought he was like a good character. Yeah. And then like, they could have done more with that character and that actor. Marshal Ali, obviously, you could have done way more with Mombasa. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, we always want more Danny Trejo. I just feel like, always want to. Yeah, they, they, always. They put so many people in this, and then they're like, we're only making, like, an hour and a half movie. We gotta start killing these people, and they can only have, like, five lines apiece. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened. Yeah. And it's gotta all be action. Yeah. And I don't, like... I don't don't know. Like, the way the fight between Topher Grace and Adrian Brody goes down, I don't know that I care for that a whole lot, just because, like... I mean, Adrian Brody is is the one in the beginning that points out that you know he doesn't fit and then yeah at the end he like i mean he's like a veteran so like his reflexes and stuff but like to like just the way it goes down like he could have just kicked him in the face to knock him off the 
<laughs> fucking netting he used to pull him up or like I don't know. It's just weird to me that he waits for him to attack him when he like Yeah, I feel like he A should already know and the yeah. whole situation is super obvious when he gets back to the pit. Yeah. Like they make it seem mm. like he wasn't a hundred percent until he attacked him. But like he shouldn't have been not a hundred percent unless he's a blind ass. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like when he walks up, like Topher's standing there mm. with the fucking knife up, like he's about to slash fucking Isabel's throat. He's just like, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. And he's standing there for like ten seconds, like, Hey, what are you guys doing down there? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, he turns around, and he's like, Oh, I'll hide this behind my back, super obviously. Oh, hey, you came back. Hey, you're not dead, yeah. man. It's just kind of like cheese. Yeah. And like he should have yeah. been like been cutting into her. Like because he's like, you're going to feel everything. And then when he brings his arm up, it's just it looks like it's just going to be one foul swoop. And then he's killed her. Yeah. Like that's not making her feel everything. Like make me hate this guy mm. before Adrian Brody gets back to the pit. Like I don't. I, don't I mean, it was Topher Grace. I already hated him. Yeah. I really oh. like Topher Grace, but. Take that Topher. Uh, no, still had the I just wish he'd like taste of Spider-Man three in my mouth. Yeah, there, I'm still mad about that. I, I, I was like half of the movie waiting for him to just like grow fangs out of nowhere. <laughs> See, that would have been interesting if if one of the people was randomly Venom, and then it was in the MCU. Oh, fuck. Fucking Venom Predator. I thought fuck, you were gonna say dude. if one of them was randomly a vampire, because that would have been cool. Fuck it, man. Oh, vampires I mean, the aliens are werewolves. Aliens are owned by Disney now, so. Oh, that's true. They just like randomly show up in Blade. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, now you've discovered what Secret Invasion is really about. It's about the fucking aliens. Fucking xenomorphs. Get them the fuck out of here. That's what the scrolls are after. It's one fucking xenomorph egg with a fucking face hugger in it. If you guys haven't watched the Secret Wars trailer, you should go watch it. <laughs> but don't tell anyone it's a secret. Secret Invasion. Did yeah. I say Secret Wars? You, you did. did. Secret Invasion. <laughs> I was secret like, what? <laughs> There's a trailer for that? <laughs> oh my god, why haven't we talked about uh, that? Uh, But yeah, I don't know. It's, this could have been a great movie. I think it's just good. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of gun stuff that's wrong. <laughs> I, I gotta do it. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to Shane's gun. Yep. Gun shop. Yep. Shane's gun shop. Uh, there was one. Uh, Russell was watching it before you guys came over, and there's a scene like at the end of the movie where they're just like kind of panning over random shit in the like camp, the the predator camp. And uh, there's just like a pile of shells, like, uh, like rifle shells, mm. seashells. No, like, <laughs> but they're like whole bullets, but they are supposed to be fired. Yeah. Oh, but they okay. still have the bullet in them. <laughs> like all the primers are hit, and they're just like piled up, but the bullet is still in in the brass, and you're just like. You guys fucking stupid? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they also, were all duds. Yeah, also, no one was shooting a gun that would shoot those, because, like, they were fucking... They were, like, uh... They were either 5.56 or 7.62 by 51. They were, like, 308 or 223. They were rifle rounds. Everybody was shooting, like, pistols, shotguns. At the point that they got there... Yeah. Uh, well, I guess uh, Mombasa had a... AK, so that that 
it could have been that, but I don't. It didn't look like that. They were too long. Um, and the uh, I don't know what uh, uh, Oleg's minigun was shooting. I don't remember what miniguns shoot. A lot of bullets. Yeah, it might have been that. I don't remember what they shoot, but magnums. No, they don't shoot pistol rounds. And they don't shoot like oh, huge. Is Magnum actually a round? Well, I mean, there are different rounds that are Magnum. Oh, like okay. Forty-four Magnum, uh, three fifty-seven. Magnum there stuff. are rifle rounds, but they're usually like hunting, like hunting rifle size, yeah. which definitely would not be coming out of a minigun. But little, little bullets. That and then like, there's a lot of parts where they're just like shooting way too much. It's just like, dude, you're way out. You're way out. Because <laughs> Brody has a fucking AA-12, right? Like, yeah. that's what he's running around with, an automatic shotgun with a drum magazine. Those drum magazines, while on, like... Is that? That's an AA-12. Okay. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. On, like, rifles, they hold, like, you know, 50 to 100 rounds, but on a shotgun, the rounds are so much bigger. They hold, like, 25 in a drum magazine. Hmm. He and he's just like, more than 20. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they, they don't count. And then he just has like, he has, he only has like one magazine. He has the magazine that's in it. And then he has like a couple of bandoliers of, of shotgun shells. There's maybe like 16 on his chest, something like that. But those never go away. That's true. And he reloads like three times. And there's a part where he's like, all right, guys, check your shells. We got to conserve ammunition. And it's just like, bro. <laughs> it's too late for you. You shot your shot and then some. Like, come on. Shot his load. Yeah. Oleg shoots like seven million rounds. <laughs> At the beginning of the, the movie. Beginning of the movie <laughs> he shoots like way too many rounds. Uh and he does it like three more times. And he's like, okay. Okay. That guy was carrying like six hundred pounds worth of ammo. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big boy. Uh but yeah, I mean that's that's like every movie, but like it's kind of egregious in this one. Yeah. Egregious. Yeah. yeah. Very bad. Very egregious. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all for Shane's gun corner. Gun shop. Yeah. Gun Stay shop. out of my corner. Sorry. Sorry. Gun <laughs> shop. <laughs> oh, the the I the the inconsistency of the new plasma caster is kind of interesting to me. Because, like, sometimes it'll completely disintegrate someone like Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, or it'll just, like... Or it'll just, like, kind of shoot a hole in you or burn you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a different type of plasma cancer. Different bullets. It's got, like, you can choose the intensity. Yeah. I don't know. Well, only one of the one of the new Predators has the plasma caster. The, the old Predator has a classic one, like what yeah. we've seen in the other movies. But the new one is like spinny. It like charges up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But only one of them has it. Oh, they also didn't use that like hawk, like scout thing that they used. They use it like twice in the movie and then like it just goes away. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I yeah, forgot about that it. Thing. They like fly over them early in the movie. And then after they run away from the camp and they end up like jumping off that cliff into the water, it hovers over them again. And then that's it. You never see it again. That's done. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 
I still great, like great the movie. writing. Still like the movie, but it's, like it's super entertaining. Yeah, there, but there's like a lot of faults. There's too. a lot of a lot of holes in it. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to go down to your corner? If we want to, Mike, are, are, are we ready? You want to join the cor- join us in the corner? Okay. Yeah. Hell let's, yeah. Let's let's go to the corner. Yeah, we're not videoing this one. You gotta you get, <laughs> nodding. <doesn't work. laughs> All right. Well, this is Dave's trivia corner. Dave's trivia corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say, "Ooh, that's neat." Hopefully. It's all neat. I think you're asking a little bit much. All right. At least one of these are neat, hopefully. Yeah, there you go. Um, According to Nimrod and Tell. The director, yeah. Yeah, but it's... He's got a weird name. It's got like a little thing on the O, so I don't know how you're supposed to... An umlaut? It's not an umlaut. It's the line. Uh, uh, An accent. Nimrod? Nimrod. Nimrod, uh, Entel, and Robert Rodriguez <laughs> on the commentary. In the script, the character uh, Cuchillo was described as a guy who looks like Danny Trejo. <laughs> uh, yeah. When Danny Trejo heard this, he called Robert Rodriguez and said, Hey, I heard there's a guy in the script for Predators who looks like Danny Trejo. And guess what? I look just like Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is neat. I like that, that one. in fact neat. Uh, the alien creature that pursues Edwin, Topher Grace, uh, through the jungle during the ambush scene is a slightly modified version of the original abandoned predator design from 1987. Oh, okay. Hmm. Neat. I like that one. Got two neats already. Hell Should yeah. Should have stayed abandoned. What? What? Should have stayed abandoned. <laughs> I kind of liked it. It was like a weird praying mantis dude. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Hmm. Uh, next up. For this hot, hot trivia. Uh, the hunting dogs are based on one of the creature's skulls seen in the trophy case on board the Predator ship near the end of Predator 2. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Uh, Louise, or Louis uh, Oswa insisted his character Hanzo uh, fight using kendo as he is a practitioner of the martial art instead of using kung fu as most Hollywood films do. Nice. That that was pretty neat. That is neat. Uh, the planet that Edwin Topher Grace identifies as the plant, not planet. It's a plant. Uh, identifies as Archaeophrutus illinogeninibus. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon. Was actually been exist for several million years. Its origin lies in the Cretaceous period. Uh, Anglo-sperm fossils were found in China that are believed to be about 125 million years old, making it the world's earliest known flowering plant. In an earlier draft of the script, Edwin highlights the plant's origin, citing it as yet another uh, inexplicable oddity before they finally realize where they are. So his doctorate is in flowers? Anthropology? That's not the right I thought it was a serial killer. <laughs> he, has, he has a doctorate though Anthropology is not Flowers I don't know what flowers is Entomology? No, that's Entomology bugs. is bugs Whatever 
uh, something way smarter than me. Plantology. Uh, planta- plantology. Plantology. Uh, the film's basic plot was conceived in 1994 when Robert Rodriguez was working on Desperado. Great movie. Uh, he presented a draft of the script to 20th Century Fox, but they turned it down because the budget required was too large. 15 years later, the studio decided to follow through with his script in the end, an updated version of his script. That makes sense. Cool. We got a few more. Let's do, do it. it. Uh, while filming a fight scene, uh, Oleg uh, Tarkov t- t- Takarov, uh, hit his face on a Steadicam camera and started bleeding. He insisted that filming continue to add effect to the scene. Hmm. That sounds nice. nice. He looks like a tough guy. Yeah. He does look like a tough guy. Um... Uh, Adrian Brody put on 25 pounds of muscle for this role. <laughs> Damn. So he had none before. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. yeah. yeah, so he look like Christian Bell from The Machinist before this movie? Yes. Yeah. Got one more. The original script contained cameo appearances by Dutch and Michael Harrigan. Uh, the protagonists of the previous Predator films. However, these appearances were ultimately cut out. Yeah, it makes sense. Womp womp. Yeah, that would have been awesome if they would have also been kidnapped. Yeah, Arnold's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> not again. <laughs> and Danny Glover's still very sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so sweaty. <laughs> All right, well, this has been Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, neat. I was hoping your uh, trivia trivia corner would uh, would would tell me that Hanzo was supposed to be named after Hanzo Hattori or Hattori Hanzo, and that the sword he found was a Hattori Hanzo sword. Yep. That's what I said. Well, I don't know that any of that is actually true. true. (laughs) I mean, it would make sense, especially with Robert Rodriguez being uh, involved. I would also think so, but I I Googled it. I couldn't find anything. Mm. So I feel like that was a missed opportunity. He doesn't like swords nearly as much as Tarantino does. Yeah, but like, they're friends. Yeah. And like, he wrote this like, way back in the 90s. Yeah. 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 They swapped feet pics. Yeah. Not of each other, of like the ladies that they film. (laughs) Uma Thurman and... uh, Yeah, that's creepier. Well, all right. Michelle Rodriguez. So, uh, I'm going to give this movie Predators, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Because I think it's a great idea with a great cast that just fell short. Russell? I'm going to give this movie an eight. The pacing is like a little off, like two points off, and then the dialogue is not uh, like I don't know. Some of it just feels like they dropped them in a jungle, literally, and was like, "Hey, say things to each other." And then sometimes they repeat the same lines or they ask stupid questions that you already gave the answer to. So, like, that's dumb. And then. Like, all the key components are here for this movie to have been really, really great. I like it. 
I think overall, like it's a decent movie. I mean, it's it's not anything to like write home about, but I mean, I don't necessarily think any of these have been. Um, they're just kind of like action movies that are like two was like really fucking good, and then like this is like pretty good, but like I don't know, looking at it and seeing how much better it could have been had they taken the time to really like perfect it could have been an amazing movie but we're off to the side in this weird series of movies that no studio is going to spend like enough time or money on to really make one of these movies that good yeah so i get that but i mean ultimately i'm gonna give an eight uh most of the acting is pretty good uh the story itself is like good i appreciated like the inclusion of like a predator civil war that was interesting um like mike said lends to the culture of the predators and i like that you do get to like know the predators more so it still pushes the franchise forward and instead of like back so like it it still manages forward momentum i think that's that's primarily why i want to give it an eight um i also know what's coming next so like you're giving it an extra point because of how bad the next one is yeah the next one is the worst movie that we will have watched in like like this year, I think. Really? Wow. We watched Alien 3 cubed. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Predator is way worse than any of those Alien movies. Really? I think so. I've not seen that. Mm, the, I haven't the seen Predator. this one. Have I'm, you seen it yet? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen The Predator. Do you am I being too harsh? It's not great. <laughs> Okay. Is it fun? <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> was interesting, but okay. Not it's not. When did that? That one was like 2018, wasn't 20, it? Yeah, 2018, 2017. Yeah, and it feels very like late 90s, early 2000s, like just fucking uh, action movie. Hmm. Like, well, we're gonna talk about it next week. 2018. So. It's not great. Okay, Dave, you got a rating for this movie? Yes, I do have a rating for this movie. Okay, and I'm gonna give that rating now. Okay, I'm definitely not stalling. Uh, no, I'm gonna <clears throat> give it a seven and a half. With, yeah, with Shane, I like this movie. I want it to be better. If there was a little more. A little more depth to it, but overall, I enjoyed it. I, I like the I like the idea of predators just like shipping killers and murderers into one area and hunting them down. That's really cool. I wish it was just a little bit better. I don't think Lawrence Fishburne really needed to be in the movie. Like they could have done a better way of all that exposition dump than like I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna start a fire. I'm crazy. <laughs> That's not how Lawrence Fishburne talks. Literally gonna smoke him out. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, seven and a half. All right, Mike. I was also gonna say seven and a half. Um, I think it does add to the overall lore of the Predators. Um. And I mean that's that's the part of the movies that I'm most interested in because mm. I just think it's a really cool character yeah. um, that like unfortunately hasn't ever been done super well. Yeah, it's always kind of it 
kind of always just gives you a little taste, which I mean works to like kind of add to the mysteriousness of it. But I'd like to see it done like really well. Yeah, and this kind of like all the ideas are there. It's just not fleshed out enough. Right. So yeah, it's good. I like this movie. I think yeah. it's a good movie. It's just it could be better. Right. Yeah. Feel the same way. Same. All right. Well, that's uh, gonna do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about predators. Next week we're doing the predator from 2018. Yep. Okay. And not the Ice Cube album. Okay. <laughs> it is now called the Predator. All right. It's a good album. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> Barry, Barry cut me out. <laughs> the whole episode is coming out. <laughs> uh, you guys can find us on all our social media by searching Draft Recorders Productions. You can also find us on Patreon. Uh, searching the same thing. Please subscribe to our $1 tier uh, so that we can eventually get to be doing this full time. Uh, please also email us draftyq at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns or, you know, ideas or whatever. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. We're going to continue on through the Predator movies next week with the Predator. See ya. Bye. I'll feed the same. I want you to do this one with me. I just want you to say the the Isabel the second Isabel line. That you'd be the pretty lady. Yeah. Uh, I see the first part then, right? No, just don't, just to say the, the second one. We don't need the first point. Okay. There is no hunting like the hunting of a man, and those who've hunted armed men long enough and like it never really care for anything else thereafter. That's pretty poetic. Did you come up with that yourself? No, actually. That was Hemingway. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.